Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Believe in Georgia Dogs Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Down earlier in a direct snap. Now it's Michelle's turn running all the way. Gets to the edge. Sonny Michelle will send the Dogs home to the championship game. On the far hash, looks into the end zone, throws it there. There's a man. Caught. Touchdown, Jermaine Burton, the freshman. Daniels going to take it from the far hash, roll to the right, throw on the run, and on the turf going down. Touchdown, Pickens. His knees were already on the turf. He fell forward, cradled the football, and picks up six points. 53 and a half yard drive near hash, kick right, snap, hold, kick is away. It's reaching, and it is good, good, good. Hot pot does it. All right, hot pot. Wilcox with an up and out, wide open. Touchdown. Israel Troop. All right, happy Friday, or at least it's Friday as we're recording this. This is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcasting network for professionals. Joining me as always, my main man who just finished his spring game, Israel Troop. What's up, dude? What's going on, man? What's going on? How did it go? It went very, very well. Um, you know, we 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 lost, you know, but you know, you never want to lose, but the bright side of this is one thing, man. Out of 11 starters on offense, this is the first time that seven of them have ever played football. Wow. You know, you know they, or they've been on the team, but they've never played. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we're, we're jam-packed with sophomore, freshmen, and, and you know, um, sophomore, freshmen, and uh, upcoming seniors. So, I mean, we, we got, we've got some, we got some dudes now. We, we've got some really good, Good uh, players at the skill position. You know, we got some big linemen, great physical kids. So, I mean, the future's bright here at Monroe. Absolutely, man. And we'll we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that. What you like, what you what you need to improve, any any people that emerge. But first, uh, you know, you can find us at Believe in Dogs on uh, all social media platforms at Troopstar Twenty Eight. At Coach Burton thirty six is our personal Twitter's Instagram. Same for Israel. Uh, for me, it's at Burton if you want to, if you want more of us, like us, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, we're we're actually a show that's on the rise. We got a uh, got something in the works with Brinks TV. We're going to probably explore that a little bit this summer when things calm down. Uh, because you know, scheduling wise, I think it's I think it's good to to get the first few episodes out when you and I have a lot of time. So I think that's going to be exciting. Israel, are you excited about being on TV? Man, I'm excited. Um, like I said, for those of you who see me on YouTube or whatever channel we're on during football <laughs> season, 
right about August after team pictures, you know, I grow the beard out. So don't be alarmed when you see, <laughs> when you see the patchy beard and, you know, hair growing everywhere, you know, that's just my thing. I'm superstitious like that. Absolutely. Well, uh, you can, you can have your beard. Um, that's okay. It adds character to the show. You might be our very own uh, version of Brett Kiesel. So <laughs> just grow the thing out, man. See how long you can get it. See how scruffy you can be. I'm, I'm gonna live my I'm gonna live my beard life vicariously through you. But you know, let's be honest. I've had I've had facial hair since 11, so I'm I'm kind of on the other end of it. Like, hey, you you can have it, man. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to grow it. Hell, I didn't grow a mustache when I was 19. So I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to live the dream right mm. now. Man, it, it's weird. Like, I, I think you're jealous of me and I'm jealous of you're jealous of me being able to grow it so fast. And I'm jealous of you of not having to deal with it. So, so frequently, <laughs> like I, like if I don't shave, like I, I look like I look homeless if I don't shave for two days. Oh man. That's how bad it is. Like I didn't shave this morning and it's already kind of like real kind of sloppy and scruffy looking. So it's all good, man. Um, you can bet on that, but you can also bet on a lot of stuff as well. Uh, I'm going to try my luck at baseball. I'm going to try to check it, check out these uh, NBA fi- or NBA playoffs too. That's in full swing. So you can bet, you know, you can go to bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports actions. NBA basketball. I might, I might throw something on the Hawks. I'm feeling a wild hair. I hear you. I hear you. I hadn't had, I mean, you know, we just moved. Um, so, you know, I hadn't even had a chance to, um, actually set my TV up, you know, cause we, you, YouTube TV, shout mm-hmm. out to YouTube TV. <clears throat> but, you know, I hadn't had a chance to set everything up. So, um, I'm looking forward to finally being able to watch TV. I haven't even watched the, uh, the FCS championship from, from, uh, a week or two ago. So I've got to get in and watch that. And the players championship is this week. So, oh, wow. I think yeah. It's, is it players? Yeah, it's yeah, it players. players this week. Yeah. So I've got to get my TV set up so I can watch. Internet's working though, but I got to get my TV set up. There you go. Yeah, do it, man. Uh, the SCS final, uh, just, I don't want to get this, this is not going to spoil anything, but there was a fantastic finish uh, to that game. So you'll enjoy that. It, it was, uh, it was kind of a weird game, but, um, I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy the finish. We have, uh, some things to discuss on that, uh, but, when you watch it, we'll uh, we'll discuss the ending of that game, and uh, we'll do a "What would you do?" segment because we're both coaches, <laughs> right? So, Hell yeah, let's we, do it. We've always got to uh, scrutinize from our armchairs, right? That's just what we exactly. do. That's exactly. That's how we roll. So, that being said, Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So do like Israel and I have already done. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device today. Sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Israel, let's get into it, man. Um, your spring game. Uh-huh. All right. Even though you guys lost, uh, it seems like you guys were able to put up some yards uh, in the conversation you and I had this morning uh, on the way uh-huh. to work. Uh, it seems like you guys were able to put some yards in. How, what went well? What, what was the best thing you guys did? Uh, we ran the ball very well. Um, I, I was very up front. So listen to what I got. I have freshman, sophomore, senior, freshman up front. You know, and Good Lord. yeah, so I'm freshman and sophomore loaded up front. I got one senior up front, you Jeez. know, he was more of a backup last year, but I mean, he's like six three, yeah, um, like 270, I believe, you know. So, I mean, he he's he, he, he can move, you know, and he's your center, inex- 
No, he's my right guard. Right guard. Okay. He's my right guard. My center is like six three, like three hundred. Good lord, man! What what are you feeding yeah. those guys down there? I don't know, but I sure appreciate whoever's doing it. Um, <laughs> but you know, but one thing that I noticed, you know, us, us run blocking is great. You know, we we basically just ran, you know, simple zone, outside zone. You know, I hadn't put in our gap scheme stuff yet, um, just because they're new. You know, they're they're new linemen. You know, mm-hmm. we have we only had two weeks with them <clears throat> because you know we're still doing the virtual thing too, so we don't have time to meet and you know have normal walkthroughs like everybody else. So you kind of got to keep it simple. Um, but they run, they run block very well. You know, my running back, he's, he's, he's about five, six, maybe one fifty soaking wet. I'm talking about, but he stuck it in that hole yesterday. I mean, he was doing a great job outside zone and inside zone, get skinny, you know, finding it, finding uh, the holes and stuff. So I'm very pleased with the run game. I'm very pleased with the pass game too. Um, you know, we, we've got to, we got to learn to protect a little bit better. Yeah. Um, now was it a you know, footwork issue? Was it a was it a yeah, scheme issue? It it's, it's just more so a footwork issue. Yeah. You know, we, we're we're making great contact, you know, at the point of attack, but we're just not running our feet. Um, we're not staying on blocks. You know, once we make contact, we just kind of sit there. Yeah. You know, instead of buzzing our feet, moving, you know, moving people out of the way. So we just got to get more physical up front, especially in the run game. Um, but other than that, I mean, just our guys competed. You know, and, you know, one thing that me and you talk about and I've talked about earlier is Monroe's kind of been the whooping stick of all the teams down here. Monroe actually is the better school of all the teams down here. Um, but they've just been they've been kind of down. But right now, you know, we've got great support from our community. You know, everything they saw last night, um, you know, like I say, even though we didn't come in, come out on the winning end. I mean, people are like, y'all are going to be hell on wheels when y'all get done. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. people see the difference. People see that they're being coached. People see the discipline on the sidelines, you know, and that's just a part of the culture change that we're doing, you know, yeah. give or take, you know, last year, you know, being down 13 to nothing, the kids might've quit or they might've had a, a big blow up on the sideline. But last night, all of our guys were in it. All our guys were excited. I mean, we had the stadium was packed, you know? So, I mean, it was, it was a great atmosphere. We got fireworks going off in the background. So, I mean, it was, it was a great night, um, great time. And I'm telling you, if people ain't going to want to see us when, when it comes September. August, no. September, and, yeah. and for this run that we're about to go on and after this summer program and our kids jail a little bit more and get to know each other a little bit more, I mean, yeah. people aren't going to want to see us because we're that athletic. Now you mm-hmm. add that athleticism with the weight room, with a nutrition program, and you put all that together. I mean, we're we're, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with when the season starts. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think it's anytime you get new regime, it's always let, let's install the culture. Let's install a few base concepts. Let's get good at, at something. Let's give us something mm-hmm. to believe in. And we're, we're, we're good to go. So, yeah, I mean, I think if, if you're going to get Monroe, get up. Uh, you better play him in August because by the time September hits, it's 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 not going to be good from from what you're telling me and and I like it you know I I'm impressed because you know you, usually you walk into a situation like that and and the spring is always a you know a, a cluster you know what because mm-hmm. you know you're, you're trying to it, you know especially in a situation like this I I it wouldn't have surprised me had you told me it was the opposite like you guys get down and you know. You know, we we tried to hang on, and our guys were getting frustrated and bickering at each other. And it would not have shocked me one bit because anytime you take over a program in the shape that uh, that it was in, that's a really long process. Like mm-hmm. where where I'm at, we're still fighting our way out of that. We, I mean, like I think five years ago, now no 
six years ago. Uh, this was two years before I got there. Uh, the, the the coach that came in inherited a team that was on the heels of a one and thirty two streak. Oh, so basically, basically it was a thirty two game losing streak because they won a game and then they lost like thirty the next thirty two games over the course of however many seasons. Um, crazy, right? We are still, and, and it's it gets a little bit better each year uh, with mm-hmm. with with each class that kind of. The further away we get, you know, the the closer to the culture that we're trying to instill. Like with the younger guys, I think when when our sophomores become seniors, I think that's when we'll see a big shift because mm-hmm. this group of sophomores that we have now is incredible, and the group of freshmen I think that that are coming in um, are going to be incredible too, as far as like their mindset and everything. Like it's going to be awesome. And someone's at my front door. Thanks to Ring Doorbell. Shout out to Ring Doorbell. I think something's being delivered. I think the Amazon guys here. My wife always orders something off Amazon. So, um, yeah. But, uh, and you don't hear my dog going nuts because I'm at school. So that's, <laughs> that's refreshing, right? Uh, but anytime you get into a culture shift, you know, you got to be patient. You know, oh, and, yeah, you got to. And because one, one thing that you deal with, you know, you're dealing with a group of kids who may still be attached to that old coaching staff. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they may not gel with you at first because you know you're 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 a new group coming in you know one thing that me and our head coach did you know we're walking the hallways you know we're talking to kids you know we're checking on we're doing things like that Mm -hmm. and as soon as kids know that you care you know it's a little bit easier to get them get them to do what you want to Mm -hmm. you know so kids don't care about what you know until they know you care exactly and once they once they realize that you care about them you're going to do everything possible to help them you know, further their career or, you know, get them in the school or hell, get, make them get a job, you know, things like that. Those kids will, will go to war for you. They'll run through a brick wall for you. So I think we're, we're all, we're about 95% there, you know, that, that last little bit of the five, you know, just little things that, that we got to correct and work on. Um, rather than that, I mean, our kids are bought in, our kids are, are flying around, they're doing, they're doing everything get great. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Just from the simple fact that coming from what it was, and not saying that it was bad by any means, just coming from the way that they did things to now that we've changed everything, our kids have bought in. And I mean, we're about to root the benefits here. If not this year, as far as being explosive the way I think we can be, it definitely by next year, I mean, it's going to be, Monroe's going to be be a team to be to uh, be reckoned with here real soon. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have some growing pains. That's just going to be natural when you're dealing with, you know, you have four guys that are, sophomores and freshmen on your offensive line, you're going to have some growing pains. That's that that's to be expected. No one's going to be shocked. Uh, any production you get is, is going to be house money. Uh, I, I guess, you know, I think what the next, the next goal is actually uh, is to figure out how to get into your feeder systems, middle school, and then on down into to youth leagues. What, what's the plan there? Cause that's always like a tricky thing. Oh yeah, we we um <clears throat> we pretty much have all the youth league games now have are going to be played at our new our new facility here. Uh, we just, we're actually are actually right now redoing our track mm-hmm. um, here at the school. We just got a brand new field. Um, if you follow me on social media, you've seen that. Yeah, that's um, a nice that's a nice field. So, uh, Metro oh, yeah. Metro National Public yeah. Schools. You can put turf down. It <laughs> is it is okay. You're going to save money. I, you, you probably uh, don't have to invest in mowers, do you? No, no, they actually, we have a sweeper, you know, so actually when all the, the, uh, the pebbles and stuff mess up in the, in the, uh, turf, you know, we have a sweeper, we just could put it on a golf cart 
and we just ride around, just kind of like how you drag a baseball field, yeah. and we even it out, you know. So you I mean, hear that, Metro? They, they did our field, and they put it down in two weeks. Literally, they came in. They you hear that, they Metro? Scraped, well, they scraped it. It took a month to do it, but they scraped it and mm-hmm. laid everything down, stitched it all up, and it took about two weeks for them to do that. Seems so difficult, man. <laughs> I. But you got to have the right, you got to have the right team though. Cause I mean, our guys were out here from sun up to sundown, those guys were working. Um, yeah. they, and they did it. They did a phenomenal job. So if you follow me on social media, please take a look at it. Uh, we're, we're very proud, but yeah, we're, we got all of our, our little leagues coming here to play. So That's most good. of the, the coaches here for, for our little league teams are Monroe graduates. A lot of them are. So, um, are you planning, are you planning to meet back. with them to put in the systems oh, we, we, and stuff? Yeah, yeah, we've already met with them. Um, actually, we're going. We've we've introduced ourselves and everything, but we're actually going to have a separate camp um, in July, to which you know I give them you know our kind of our base stuff to kind of run because um, a lot of the kids are are in, our, in the Monroe feeder system, um, so kind of they have a base um, sense of what we do offensively, and that's what they're going to run. You know, um, we have a couple of different middle schools, um, but it's it's school by choice, so. Say you're at one school, but your parents went to Westover. You know they're probably going to want you to go to Westover, even though you're zoned for Monroe. That makes sense. Yeah, no, you know, that's so you can, it's that way in Metro too. So yeah, yeah. So you can kind of choose which school you want to, but our goal is to keep everybody here. And right now, I mean, we we've got we've got a lot of young people. Just opened up the stadium yesterday to the young kids. Yesterday we had a little seven oh seven for our spring game. Um, yesterday for the young kids, I mean, everybody and their mama, grandma cousin, uncle, everybody was out there yesterday. So Jeez, just doing man. that basically just opened the floodgates for us here. I mean, we we brought some some excitement here and the little kids are loving it. You know, we had um, like a little middle school thing yesterday to where the kids can come out on the field and walk around the track. Little, just little things like that to kind of gauge the interest. And, you know, we went out there as coaches and met with the kids. So, um, you know, just little, even though it sounds all oh, that, that sounds boring. No, it's, it's what you need. It's what you got to do especially when you're coming in as a new head, as a new coach and, and a new staff and, and people don't know who you are and you've got to get out, get to know the community. Now they will, they will come. Sometimes the community ain't very nice, but at the same time, they, as long as they know that your heart's good, I mean, they, they pretty much lay off and they, they pretty much support you, you know, every day. Yeah. And that, and that's the goal. You're, you're not, you're never going to please a hundred percent of them. And yeah. you, you just got to please enough to, to where you, your, your program's building on itself every year. And it sounds like you want to do that. And it sounds like you're, you guys are making moves. And, and to me, it's got to change from something you have to do to something that you want to do. Right. And, mm-hmm. and a lot, and we're, I think where a lot of coaches go wrong with their feeder systems is that it just becomes another thing that they have to do. Yeah. And for us, it's more so I want to, I want to see the middle school. I want to see them succeed. You know, if your middle school is succeeding, that means your high school is going to be really good. You know, it goes hand in hand, you know. So, I mean, if you're not out and you're not looking at your middle school, you're not making sure that those coaches are coaching those kids up. I mean, holler, scream at them, you know, make them do what you want them to do. So by the time we get them, we're not having to reteach everything, you know, to a bunch of middle schoolers who are Mm -hmm. becoming high schoolers. Because by this time, once they get to us, you know, daddy ball and being nice, all that stuff's out of the window because we're trying to win ball games. We're trying to get you to college. We don't have time to babysit. You know, exactly. so middle school coaches take care of that before they come to us. Because if they come to us nine times out of ten, they'll probably quit because they don't understand. You know, they, they that's not what they're used to. So we're, we're 
we're in the middle schools now. We're making sure that those kids, we get we get emails and stuff all the time about middle school kids and either myself or Coach um, Coach Heron, who's our head coach, we, we show up at the middle school, you know, simply because those teachers need to see our face, those principals need to see our face and let them know that we are not playing with these kids and we are very serious about their their academics and their behavior. So um, if you're not doing that as a coach, and you may say that that that's too much, but you have that's things you have to do. Exactly, and and it's just if you want to be successful, you've got to do uncommon things, and you can't be like everybody else. You've got to find you've got to find different ways to do it, and especially if you're in a in a position where you're behind the eight ball. Like we are way behind the eight ball here at Hillwood, just because that's just how our district is. Like our district is you know everybody wants to go to pearl cone everybody wants to go to cane ridge everybody wants to go to hillsborough we're trying to we're in the middle of trying to change that and we're trying to change the school-wide mentality of everybody just bows down to pearl i I talked to a kid this morning who who was actually he was asking me about football and he's like so is it true are we playing pearl cone and uh i said yeah he goes he goes man that you know like I don't know if I want to play if we're playing Pearl Cone like and I was like I told him really they they just they're just like you they're not superheroes they're high school kids just like you I was like they put their pads on the same way they've had a couple kids sign major power five uh, in the last few years you know they they have you know they have some studs they are a really good football team but they're nothing to be scared of no you know, yeah. I tell our kids all the time. I'm like, that kid's the same age as you. Is he bigger? Yeah, probably. But y'all, y'all the same age. You know, and we deal with the same thing. That you know, Lee County, you know, is as has all of a sudden got very good at football in the last couple of years. I wonder why, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but they're right down the they're right down the road from us. Yeah, you know, and people are scared of them. I'm like, no, they they are the exact same. Matter of fact, that's probably your buddy who was here with you in middle school. That's over there right now. You know, so, I mean, for a kid to be scared of another kid, I mean, come on now. At the yeah. end of the day, it's all about X's and it's, it's all about Jimmy's and Joe's. Don't get me wrong, but the most talented team, the most talented team don't always win. No. It's always about, okay, you get out, you no. can get out coached and, and the most, and the most talented team will lose. Yeah, exactly. And that's why football is a beautiful game because you don't necessarily have to have the most talent all the time. Now, over the course of time, yeah, talent's probably going to win out. But I think if you change, like I've noticed within within um, Metro National Public Schools uh, as a school district, I've noticed that with the open transfer policy, like you see, like Pearl Cone's been a mainstay for 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 a while now because they've established stuff. They've they've made a state finals run. They didn't win; they were state runner up, um, but they made a run to the championship. Cane Ridge made a run to the championship. Those two teams are thriving right now. Because kids, like we've had six kids leave our, you know, our town, Bellevue, to go 45 minutes away to go to Cane Ridge, which they're allowed to do, mm-hmm. because Cane Ridge wins. People mm-hmm. choose to go play, like Pearl Cone is a 600 person school, like they should be in, they should be in AAA here in Tennessee, but they play up because their football program has like 80, 90 kids. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like they win the they win the freshman championship every year, but I don't think there's a whole lot of teams in our district playing freshman ball. So it's kind of like they kind of win by default. Yeah. But like I, I tell kids, I was like, man, I'm going to play for Pearl. I was like, okay, so would you rather go there, sit on the bench for three years, 
or would you rather come here? You probably could start as a sophomore and and make a difference. Like everybody keeps telling us, you suck, man. Hillwood sucks, man. Hillwood sucks. Y'all suck. Y'all suck. And I tell them, well, come on out. Why don't you make a difference? Why don't you make us not uh-huh. suck? You know? And and then they, they usually shut up and I never hear from them again. But exactly. I, you know, it, it's exactly. like it brings me back, Israel, to like when Bo Jackson was being recruited, right? And I know this is kind of a stretch, but not really. But when he was being recruited, like he could have went to Alabama, right? He was in he was in Bama country. Like everyone worshipped mm-hmm. Bama. And and Auburn was not great. They were getting better, but they were not great. And Pat Dye convinced Bo, hey, you come and compete compete as a freshman uh for playing time. And Bama said, You're not playing until your junior year, at least. Uh and then Bo said, "You know what? I'm gonna go to Auburn, and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Like, it's gonna take yeah, right. it's gonna take a few kids like that that don't really care; they just want to play. Mm-hmm. And then it takes a few of those kids, and then the snowball starts going. And I think with our current freshmen that are becoming sophomores and the incoming freshman class, I think you're starting to see that a little more of kids mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna go to Hillwood. There's some something something's happening over there." Yeah, exactly. That's 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 the same thing we're doing here. But you got to think, like I tell people all the time, with this recruiting that that's going on in high school football now, people want to go to all the all the bells and whistles. Oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. Well, we're we're doing the same thing here. And let me tell you this: if they're recruiting you or they're talking to you to come to their school and you go, just keep in mind that however they got you, they're going to keep doing. So if they told you that this is what you're going to do, this is that, blah, 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 don't you think that they're telling that to be other people? Exactly. What's going to happen when you get there and whatever they told you ain't happening? Yeah, exactly. Yes. If they recruited you to go to that school to play that position, then obviously they're recruiting other people to either help you or replace you. Nine times out of ten, replace you. Yep. Man, people don't think about that. Neither do the parents either. It just it upsets me that the parents just look at, oh, well, they're doing this. This is where they're doing. Like, you're not looking out for your child that way. No, they, Unless they, it is just a better situation academically that they have to do that. I understand that. But if it's just athletically and that's where you're doing, most of those kids kind of go by the wayside. Yeah, they, you know? they end up disappearing on those rosters. Like there's there's probably there's probably 10 kids that I know of that they haven't seen they haven't seen the field for Pearl and, and they're getting into their senior year. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, why why would you do that? And as a parent, I would never do that to my child. You yeah. know, unless the unless the football programs just just poop altogether and this it is just a better situation to help that my son or daughter, you know, get to where we want to go as far as yeah. as as a student athlete to college, then yeah, that's what I would do. But if not, and I'm just going over there just because they seem to be winning. That's fine, but guess what? With all good things, they all come to an end, and everybody gets caught. <laughs> exactly. Everybody gets caught. Some, something, it, it, what goes around comes around, always. Exactly. And, you know, uh, to, to further make my uh, examples make sense, Pearl Cone and Hillwood, we share, like, there's a Pearl District, there's a Pearl Zone, there's a Hillwood Zone, and then there's, like, a zone kind of in between where the kids can choose. It's, it's, called, mm-hmm. a, it's called an option. Like yeah. we, we we're an option school with Pearl, so there's there's a certain area of West Nashville that uh, a bu- if they choose a bus from Pearl will come, 
or if they choose a bus from Hillwood will come and, uh, or they'll be directed to a certain bus stop to go to Hillwood or a, another bus stop to go to Pearl. Every school has an option school, um, that allows you to take the bus. Otherwise, yeah. like if I'm at Hillwood and I want to go to Cane Ridge, which is on the other, which is Southeast Nashville. I've got to be able to get there. Like I've got to, I've got to contact Cane Ridge High School and say, "Hey, I'm I'm intending on enrolling at your school, um, you know, for X Y Z." And it's all based on academies. Like, there's an academy at Cane Ridge that we don't offer here. That's probably mm-hmm. that's probably their their way in, right? That's how a lot of these kids get to Pearl Cone because they're an entertainment magnet. Pearl Cone's actually a magnet school, so they're an yeah, entertainment. That's magnet. what we have here. Yeah. yeah, that's what we have here. We have magnet schools, and you get to choose whichever one you want to go to. Yeah, so they're an entertainment magnet, so they draw a lot of people in with their recording industry stuff. Well, I'm trying to get word out that it's what I do here at Hillwood. So I was about to say, that's what my man Corey does. Yeah, what so, are we doing? yeah, I know. I'm like, what do you like? You could do that here. <laughs> it's no problem. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, you can file paperwork, but you have to be able to get there yourself, which is a lot of times for, for a lot of these kids, no problem. They take the city bus or they have rides or they have something figured out, but. So we just got to make ourselves culture wise. We've got to build the best culture possible. And then Mm -hmm. that's got to start turning into wins, you know, uh, for us, unfortunately. Um, But I think if we start to improve, we'll start, the wins will come. We just got to, we just got to play hard and we're going to be young. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing here. You know, as long as, as long as we go out and fight and, you know, we, we put on a good show and the, the wins will come. If you're doing everything right, the wins will come. So, I'm very optimistic about this year, and I'm, I'm very excited to be a part of this program. So I can't wait. We start Monday. Uh, we got a little kids camp starting Monday, and our kids gonna, are going to come in at 1230, and that's when the summer program starts. So I'm excited. The kids are excited, especially after last night putting on the show mm-hmm. um, in front of the home crowd. So, I mean, I, it's going to be a lot of fun. Absolutely, man. I'm I'm excited for you. I'm glad you found a good situation. I, I think what uh, since I've known you, your, your situation has deteriorated uh, in in uh, in in the most recent past. So I'm, I'm glad you found glad you found a good scenario. I'm glad you found somewhere uh, that that you're a good fit and uh, that util that utilizes your strengths and that that you're happy. So we start June first. That's when we're that's when the district has allowed us to get inside into the weight room. So we're going to nice. we're going to kick it off. We're going to hit the ground run in June first. Um, let's let's switch gears, shall we? Let's get it. What we got? Well, uh, Georgia's hit the transfer portal again. I saw that the other day. Brandon Turnage, Alabama defensive back. Brandon mm-hmm. Turnage. So that's in response to losing major burns. Um, so it's it's a depth piece at safety. Um, and somebody that is not just a one and done transfer. But I, I think that turnage gives us some some quality depth and possibly uh, could quite possibly be a two year starter if if things mm-hmm. go go well for him. Uh, he adds much needed depth at the safety position. I think we're pretty good at corner. Uh, Tyke Smith and then uh, Jalen Kimber and Keeley Ringo. I think are three guys that are going to do really good. But what does turn? What do you think turnage brings to the table at the safety position? He brings a lot. You know, I watched a, a couple of. Uh a couple of steps on him, um, you know, leading up to the show. And I said, well, he, he can definitely help us. I saw him at corner. 
Yeah. Um, they, had, they had him at cor- corner in Alabama, but I mean, with, with a frame like that and can come down and hit, I mean, he's not afraid of contact. He's very, very physical. Um, he looks to be a smart kid. Um, yeah. you know, I, I hadn't seen him play very much. Um, you know, it's film watching wise, but he seems to be a smart kid. So, I mean, you got to have somebody like that on that back end, you know, losing Richard account, um, is, would, would be a huge blow if we didn't have anybody smart enough to replace him. Cause he is the quarterback of that defense. So, um, yep. this kid can come in and, and, you know, start for a couple of years for us. And, you know, that we just got that much better. Yeah, I think so. And and I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be something that's going to be, uh, going to be good for our, for our secondary. I, I think he's versatile too. I, I think that's the biggest thing. He, he can play the nickel corner. He can come down and play safety. He's great in run support. He's athletic enough to make plays in the passing game. Uh, I, I think he's got a, a another dimension of experience that he can bring to a room that really quite frankly needs it mm-hmm. almost definitely especially coming from alabama you know that, that's huge yeah so I'm, I'm excited to have him welcome to being a dog and i'm ready to see you ball out this year and uh major burns is uh he found a home at lsu so good for him right so yeah go tigers <laughs> go go tigers yeah uh, Major Burns, he 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 going to bolster our defense. Go Tigers, Israel. I didn't know you got Coach O on the show. Coach O, how you doing? Hey man, how I'm you gonna, doing? I'm, I'm, Actually, that that's my yelling voice from last night. So. I'm good. Oh, uh, Coach O, uh, football. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still I'm still a little bit hoarse from hollering and screaming last night, but there it was positive hollering and screaming, so it was good. Either way, you're gonna if you're a football coach and you don't lose a, lose your voice one way or the other, you probably didn't probably didn't have a good practice. Yeah, you're, you're probably mentally checked out. Like you should you should at least lose your voice for a couple of couple of hours. You mm-hmm. know, most definitely at least at the very least, if it's like a calm practice, you know, lose it for because you're going to be yelling, you're going to be shouting, you're going to be screaming. Um, and you know, some positive, some not so positive, and some just communicate communicative mm-hmm. shouting so either way your your voice is gonna be gone so it's all good yeah, i'm a yeller i'm a yeller regardless so somebody's yeah. getting yelled at whether it's good or bad yeah i'm i'm a i'm a if it's a bad i may pull it out when i need it when i really need it i can <laughs> i can pull it out of my back pocket and 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 unleash on you um a lot of times i don't need it a lot of times i am an emphatic uh, reinforcer. Mm-hmm. Um, same difference. Yeah, same difference. Same difference. It has a more positive tone to it. Yeah. Um, occasionally, I'll just go off. But a lot of times, it's I am correcting you at a loud volume. I'm positively correcting you at a loud volume. How about that? Yeah. Cause, my, cause, mine, it sounds good when you yeah. say that. Yell, you yelling, just never know what might come out with me. Yeah, you know, yell. I think yelling has that negative connotation to it. Like I'm, I'm yelling at you, which means like, I don't know. Like if you're, if you're a yeller, like to me, like a yeller and a screamer is not very productive, coach. Yeah, I um, tell my kids all the time when I stop yelling is when you should worry. Yeah, because I yell regardless. Like whether you do, if you do something good, I yell. If you do something bad, I yell. Yeah. So it's like when my when my kids realize that I'm being quiet. That's when they get scared. Yeah, you're just you're just emphatic. You're emphatic. Yeah. That's like a, a yeller that is mostly positive is extremely mm-hmm. productive, right? Because it brings yes, that's it, what I am. it brings juice, right? 
it brings emphasis and it brings urgency, which is what you want. Like you want to put that urgency, you want to translate that over. Like you can't be a calm, monotone guy, but also on the same token, you can't be a guy that just loses his mind on on every little thing and mm-hmm. never and never really teaches, just yells at you and expects you like, hey, I told you once and you should know it. And I'm gonna yell at you and cut you down a little bit. That shouldn't, yeah, you know, that shouldn't be the case either. You got to find that mix, right? And you got to find oh, what yeah. you got to find what fits your personality too, really. That, too. And you got to figure out what works with your kids. You mm-hmm. know, some some of them can take being yelled at. Some of them can't. But for me, it's you're gonna get yelled at regardless. But as much as I yell at you to do it right, I'm also gonna yell at you when you do do it right. I don't have to get on to you. So I yeah. find I find a, a happy mix in between. Um, yeah. because I, I run the weight room too. So I'm, I'm yelling anyway, constantly. So, yeah. um, like I said, my, my kids get excited when I, when I'm not yelling, my kids are scared. Yeah. Um, they, they, when I'm calmly talking to them, they're like, coach, what's wrong with you? You know, <laughs> and, that, and that's just, and that's just how they are because I'm, I'm yelling. Like when we change periods, I'm hollering, I'm screaming, I'm running yeah. around like crazy person. Yeah. You know, not- and that just, like you said, that brings energy to everything mm-hmm. that we do when yeah. I'm just walking around and I'm not saying anything and I'm just looking at my script. And that's when they get scared. And you just see the practice change from really bad to really good because they're they're like Coach Troop is about to lose it here in a second. Yeah. See, I, I I'm a I'm more so here we can we can actually define this. A yeller just means you do everything at a you do most of your talking at a at a really loud volume. A screamer yes. means like I'm just losing my mind, right? Mm-hmm. And then um then you have your your mute guy. Then you have yeah. your mutes who who are just or monotone. Um, yeah. uh, let's, let's let's go, guys. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. If my coaches aren't hollering and screaming, I'm I'm like, what what are you doing? Where, 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 where are we going? Where, what's going on? Yeah. You know, you, you got, you got I want, to. like I want my kids to match the energy as well. So we, I want everybody running yeah. around with like like the hairs on fire, and that's what we got. I mean, that not well, I have a standard for my coaches, and they're following perfectly. I mean. My wide receiver coach, boy, he gets in them. And next thing you know, boom, practice is that much better. O-line, same thing. Boom, he gets our running backs coach. He Same thing. Boom, he gets in them. And you just see practice change. That's just because that's what we do. When we, when we start getting real real calm and stuff like that, it's terrible. Yeah, that's, you know. And, and there, there are times for calm periods. But for the most part, you should be yelling, not screaming, uh, unless – the effort is bad. If the effort is bad and they're just slogging around and loafing and, you know, nonchalant, that's when you, that's the perfect time to pull out the screaming, right? When we make a ton of mental errors because we're not focused and we're lackadaisical, that gets me screaming. But the, for the most part, I'm yelling. I'm shouting. Yes, that, that, that's me. I'm, and, I'm, and I'm ready to roll too, but, yeah. you know, I love it. You know, I love you. If you go to any football practice you hear people yelling all everywhere you know and that's just a part of the game so um i I love it and it's the only sport where you can yell and not and not get in trouble if you yell on a basketball court you know everybody can hear you just because of that close to you you know exactly and as long as you're not yelling like uh like the real coach jb and cussing at him no um like our our baseball coach here love him to death but he's a he's a bit of a he's a bit of a screamer not much of a not much of a yeller so um he just kind of goes off off the deep end a lot but um yeah so 
uh, turnage, I think, gives us something great in in the in the secondary. So, with him, what does that do for our front seven? Now, does that take a little bit of pressure off? I think if he can come in and help right off the bat, I think that takes a lot of pressure off of our front seven. You know, as far as having to just stop everything, I think that allows them to play ball. Yeah, I think so too, and I I think that. You know, I think you got to look at what impact it has on somebody like Adam Anderson, who we were going to have to, I think, get extremely creative with where we put him based on the lack of depth we had in the secondary. Now, I, I think that changes that, right? It definitely gives you an extra person on the edge, gives you an extra person in the secondary. I mean, that gives you an extra person to go man. Instead of a linebacker type body, I mean that that there's so much more you can do with having an extra guy, you know. So that's I can't wait to see this defense, man. I'm excited about it. Yeah, no doubt, man. I'm 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 thrilled to death. I went on the I went on the Palmcast. That's it's going to air. Uh, it's going to air soon. My my friend uh, who who does the Ole Miss show, he's uh, he's starting his uh, summer summer previews, and right now he's starting with the teams that are not on Ole Miss's schedule. Uh, so he uh, he called me, called your boy here, and said, uh, "Hey, I, I, I want to get a brief uh, Georgia preview." So um, Adam Anderson is, is going to be the X factor on this defense. I think Devontae Wyatt is going to be able to give us him and between him, Jalen Carter, and Jordan Davis, we should not have issues on the defensive line. No, no. As long as we stay healthy, I mean, we're going we're going to be pretty sporty on defense and let that thing fly on offense. Now, for everybody listening to this, I'm not saying this is Georgia's year. Not saying that by any means. I like to be surprised when things like that happen. But we are going to be pretty sporty, be able to compete, be able to go out there. And, I mean, we should be able to to, to make a run at least, you know, for a playoff spot. That's for dang sure. I, you know what? You're not going to say it, so I'll say it for you. Screw it. It's our year. Screw you, Bama. You have too many question marks. <laughs> You know, uh, and and that's something Israel, you and I are going to do. I, I I took on a lot of this last summer because I hadn't met you yet, um, but uh, I, I think we're going to start previewing game by game on, on the schedule, so uh, we can uh, you know, we can start looking at some of the teams that Georgia's going to face, uh, both SEC and, and non conference. I think we can breeze through some of like the UABs and of the world, but um, you know, I think we're going to you know we're going to start that. You know, later on this summer, we're going to start looking at some of our opponents. Uh, we can start, you know, doing some positional positional breakdowns, and uh, when when the transfer portal thing lightens up a little bit, we'll start doing some some interteam previews, things like that. We'll start really turning the dial to football. So, um, one of the thing I want to do here in the near future is have on Blaine Gilmer. He's one of the newest uh, of the Believe Network. He does uh, a show about SEC recruiting. So I want to I want to get him on. I want to collaborate with him a little bit and, and talk recruiting. So we'll we'll be able to do that some as well. But um, you know I'm excited about this defense. I'm excited about I'm excited about all three levels of the defense now. I I think I was really concerned earlier with the secondary, but adding Turnage and adding Tyke Smith, I think that gives us something in the secondary gives us some experience gives us some different views and it, and it gives us some athletic guys that can that can really play and i think it's going to be better i don't think you know i, I was kind of worried that it, we were going to have to start winning shootouts but yeah, no. i don't re- i don't really feel that way anymore 
I don't really feel yeah, like yeah. we're going to give up big plays because that's just what football is now. You're going to give up some big plays. That just that happens, right? But yeah, I, I think these guys are going to also return the favor and make some big plays as well. Exactly. I mean, I think we're going to be we're going to be able to wreak havoc, kind of the same way that Kirby was able to do with Kilpatrick and all those guys that he had over there at Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be able to let those guys just go out there and play. That's one thing I love about our defensive coordinator here. Our defensive coordinator, let me tell you about him and plug him, uh, Alex Martin. Um, mm-hmm. He's actually from Tiff County. He's a Tiff County graduate as well, um, 2011. Um, like I said, I've known, we've known each other, you know, since we were little. Um, and that's what, that's what we're doing now. We, you have all these athletes, you know, don't make it complicated. Let those guys play ball. You know, let yeah. let them go make tackles. Let let them run to the ball, things like that. And I think that's what Kirby wants to do. You you think about those years at Alabama that he had those those dudes, yeah. you know. And guess what he did? He let them boys go out there and play. Exactly. You know? And I think now with him and Coach Landing and that whole defensive staff, you know, you got a great mind in Coach Munchik too. I mean, I mean Muschamp, not Munchik, Muschamp up there, you know, helping out too. I mean, come on, yeah. you, you got <laughs> to let them dogs hunt, baby. You turn them, go turn them loose, man. Don't just get out of their way at this point. Right. Exactly. And I mean, right. And like right now you, you've got, you got to, you got to just add another piece. So now boom, how can I fit this piece into what we've already got and how can I make us that much better? Exactly. And you know, with coach, with coach Adai, I think what, what he does really well is player development because when you're at West Virginia and some of these smaller schools, you have to because West Virginia is not rolling in five stars as much as they'd yeah. love to. So you have to have some player development and you have to be good at that. Otherwise, you're going to falter. And and I think he does a good mm-hmm. job of that. And I think you'll see that. I think even just in the spring game, the brief time that he's that he's actually coached them on the field, you saw those guys playing really well. I mean, yeah, they gave up some big plays, but again, that's football. But yeah. for the most part, those guys competed their ass off, mm-hmm. and they played really well. That's it. That's and I was it. impressed. And I was impressed same, with them. And same thing as last night. You know, our, our defense went out there and competed their behinds off last night. I'm talking about, I'm talking about you seeing nine, ten guys to the football. I mean, they're taking on blocks to a team that's way bigger than us. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're out there playing ball. And, that, and that's the thing you got to do. You got to build that confidence up at practice. You know, in your meetings and everything you do, talk to them. You know, bear their heads up, and now, boom, just cut, just cut them loose. Do Do you guys move and blitz a lot on defense? Yeah, we're 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 multiple on defense. Um, you know, we're we're kind of like what you see uh, Georgia does. You'll see three down. Sometimes you'll see four down. Mm-hmm. You'll see three down outside. You know, we'll we'll blitz some every people every once in a while. But you know, basically, I mean, we just we just let those those guys play. The calls are simple when they go in. You know, kids know their lineman assignment, and coach just lets them go play ball. There you go. And that's what I you got to do. They're they're flying around, and, that, and that's what you want: wreaking havoc on defense. Wreaking havoc is what we there, there's do. there's right that now. word right there, man. Havoc, I love it. Yes, and that's what we got to do. We got to wreak havoc on defense and provide opportunities for the offense, and then watch everything just kind of start clicking. And you, now you start incorporating a couple of special team big plays here and there. I mean, you just see the whole thing change. Every, all the championship teams—that's what they do: wreak havoc on defense, uh, seize opportunities on offense when you can, and make a couple plays in special teams, and watch everything just unfold. And it's going to be a great season. Yes. Um, now, uh, I was asked this question as well: Is is Kirby 
with all the clues that we've been given thus far, is this the year where he says, I'm not coming back in here. You guys, offense, you go. Do it. Score I, points. I think, I think he's already done it. When we threw the ball like 85 times in the spring game, I was like, he must not be in that room very much. Um, I think now it's to the point to where now let, let's just play ball. You know, coach, you got it. You, you got it. So, um, I don't think, I, I really honestly don't think he's been in there at all since spring or before he hired, um, coach. Nothing. Oh yeah. I don't think Honestly. Monken would have come. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Uh, so I, I, I am excited about that, and, and I think the the world doesn't know it yet, right? Yeah. But you got to think though. He, Nick Saban did the same thing though. You know, you got to look. Nick Saban was always with his OCs and doing things, and then when Lane Kiffin got there, he was kind of hands off, and then the next one came, and then last year he was definitely hands off. So, yeah. you know, after a while, you start to realize, okay, I'm the face of this team. I hired, I hired great coaches for a reason. I'm going I'm to tell them what I want and uh, what I want to see, you know, incorporate this into your, into your offense, and then I'm going to – you got it. There you go. You have it. Yes, exactly. And, and I think that's – to be a successful leader, you've got to create other leaders, not just yes men. Mm-hmm. So every I, head coaches, every head, every head coach should aspire for their assistant coach to be head coaches. If you're not doing that, then what are you in it for? Uh, what's the point of just having assistant coaches there? You know what I mean? Of course, you want coaches there that's going to be there, you know, not just for one year and then dip out. You know what I mean? But you're grooming every single coach and your staff to eventually want to aspire to be a coordinator. If they're, they're a position coach, to be a coordinator. If they're a coordinator, to be a head coach. And that's what you that's what you build, you know. Yeah. So if you're not doing things that way, then what's the point? What's the point of being the head coach? Just to say that you're the head coach. Exactly. And I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't even be mad if I was a head coach and uh, I was there and a, a guy a guy came in and then a year later he's like, hey coach, I'm I'm going to be a head coach at this school and I'd be like, damn, wish you could have stayed longer, but damn, good luck, man. Yeah. You don't have at it. I mean, you know yeah. that I'm proud of you. I'm happy for that's you. That, that, I'm rooting for you unless we be. play against you. Exactly. If I'm eating, I want you to eat too. I want you to eat at my table. You know, um, we all want to see. We, I want to see any, every coach of my staff right now as a position coach. I want to see them say, if I left, I want to see them become the, the coordinator. You know, not have to go out. You know, and get another coordinator to come in here. They should be able to replace. You know, replace me and move up. Yeah, you know, that's, and that's, that's always the goal. the goal. Instead of having to go out and find somebody from Timbuktu to come in here and they don't gel with the staff that's already there. You know, it's yeah. all about chemistry as well. You yeah. know, so when that happens, I mean, let, let, let them guys go out there and, and, and be great. You know, groom those guys to be an image of yourself. And once you do that, you start to reap the benefits. Nick Saban groomed Kirby Smart to be an image of himself. And you see that. And now you're starting to see both of them shift their mindset into, okay, I've hired great coaches. Now let's let those guys coach. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, as we wrap this thing up, have you seen some of these some of these uh, off season workouts for Marcus Roseby Jack Saint? I have not yet. Oh I my haven't. god! Uh, let's just say his leg is doing pretty good. <laughs> let's That's just good. say let's just say his leg's doing pretty good. So um, I, I can't wait to have that kid back. He's got he's going he's going to make an impact now. Uh, then uh, let's see. 
you know, I, I just think that, you know, when, when you look at some of these playmakers, you know, one of the things that I think the world needs to know, because the world just assumes that we're going to grunt and punt all the time, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what that's what Georgia's done since Kirby's been there. It's been grunt and punt for the most part, except for, what, four games last year, last season? Mm-hmm. It's been grunt and punt. You know, a game here, a game there where we air it out a little bit, but for the most part, it's been, you know, grunt, punt, play defense, and let's go. And the world's just not reading context clues here, right? You hire Todd Monken. You think Todd Monken's going to come from the NFL to Georgia to be told what to run? No. No. No, right? Uh, circumstances dictated early last season that we just didn't have the ability to do. Yes. What everything that we wanted to do. We finally got the ability. We did it. Our points per game went up by 10, and our uh-huh. average yards, I think, doubled. So uh-huh. we were able to do a lot more. Then people, people st- don't understand what it takes to be an no, offensive they don't. coordinator they or don't. be a coach in this game. You just look at a game or two and you don't realize what, all right, if you want to throw the ball a lot, hell, who are we going to throw to? Who do we got to throw the ball? You want to be, everybody's talking about, we want to be as explosive as, as Clemson and all that stuff. Well, guess what? They got Trevor Lawrence. They got four dudes out there, and they got ETN. And a hellified offensive line as well. Think yeah. about that. Who are you going to throw to? Who you gonna, who's going to throw the ball? Who's going to run the ball? We got we got the running part of it. But, you know, you got to answer all those questions. Can we throw the ball? No. We can't throw the ball more than 20 yards downfield because our quarterback exactly. just can't get it there. Uh, we can't – or, you know, first half against Arkansas. DeWan Mathis just – could not function in Todd Monica's offense, which is okay. It's, you know, you know, yeah, he found a fit. Different. It's different, right? We don't have receivers that can separate because they're all, because four of them are freshmen that have never played before in college. Exactly. Right? Exactly. But the I, context I would love clue. For those people to come and you guys come over here and you, you guys, you guys coach. Let me go work your job. And you guys come out here and coach these. Well, they're they're pretty much grown men in college, but you come and coach these teens like you and I, who are going through puberty, who have social media now, oh, Lord. girlfriend drama, school oh, drama, blah blah blah, Snapchat. You know, you try to come out here and control all those hormones and get them to do what you want to do on a consistent basis, a hundred percent of the time, and let me know how that works out for you. I got a, I got. A clue for you. It's not going to. But yeah. So <laughs> the the fact that we signed, we've signed in the last two classes, we've signed five four star guys. The fact mm-hmm. that we have signed five four star guys, what does that tell you? You think these guys are coming to just run block? Nope. No. You would be correct. Do you think Gunnar Stockton is going to commit if we're if we're still going to turn and hand the ball off? Uh, no. Uh, no. Do you think Justin Fields was like, man, if I would have like stayed, I could have beat out Justin or I could have beat out Jake Fromm and, uh, cause he would have, I think, but, uh, yeah. in this offense, he definitely would have. Yeah. Do you, do you think Justin Fields would have stayed had we made this decision sooner? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I truly believe that if we'd have made this decision as soon as the season was over and we knew coach Munkin was coming in, Justin Fields stays. I, I truly believe that he stays. Mm-hmm. And he definitely beats out from. 
just from an athletic mm-hmm. standpoint. Yeah. Now Coley was not going to Coley. That was just no. a mistake, right? That was just a mistake. That was but OC by committee. Yeah. And the committee faltered because Jim Cheney is just a Jim Cheney is a guy that's going to get you off the ground, but not much else. Mm-hmm. It's just what he is. Uh, so you can't really pluck limbs from history or you're going to get the yeah, same he's results. A, he's a great, I love coach Cheney. I had some great conversation with him. He's a guy that's going to show you how to do it. And then you tweak what he showed you how to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you take what he did, you take that foundation, you take it and you add a little bit more to it. Yeah. And you'll be, you'll be way more successful. Yeah. He, he's good. He's good in his niche and his role. Uh, as mm-hmm. kind of like a, he's an establisher. He, he's he's a he's a two year coordinator, and then he just he gets the hell out of the way, right? He did, yes. and and he's he's somebody that I think could really kind of flourish at a smaller program that really just kind of needs that. Uh, like he was pretty good at Pitt, but he, he's mm-hmm. not like a he's not like a SEC level coordinator. But I think he, he's he's I think he's with Sean Payton now in, in New Orleans, so I think he'll be I think he'll do well there. But. But yeah, I mean, does Brock Bowers move from Napa, California to Georgia if we're not going to no. throw the ball more? Absolutely not. Do I need to do I need to keep going? No. No, do, I, I think I hope people got got the gist of it. Do, do, I'll, I'll I'll throw one more example. Does LeBron James, I mean, uh, Darnell Washington, does he does he show up <laughs> on campus from Bishop Gorman? Absolutely not. No. That he doesn't. He probably goes to Ohio State or Oklahoma or USC, like it would have made mo- the most sense for him and Bowers to go to USC. Mm-hmm. But, so, but they the didn't. It's changing. It's, it's changing. changing. You just got to cash in. Can't mm-hmm. you know? I, I I think the Florida game is going to look a lot different because we're going to have somebody actually throw the ball. Most definitely. So most definitely. Uh, that being said, uh, anything else you want to add? I, I think we're, you know. The baseball team uh, lost a lost a uh, tight one to to Ole Miss in the series opener there, um, two to nothing. It's the final series of the regular season. They went up yeah. against the ace though, so that's good. Yeah, I think they got to win two to have a shot to make it to the uh, what is it sectionals? What, what's it called? Regionals, regionals, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think it's regionals. Yeah, yeah. So they they'll have to they'll have to. They'll have to not get knocked out in the in the first. Uh, but here's a here's some interesting note in the recruiting game. A kid that we played against regularly uh, from Hillsboro High School, right down the road here in Nashville. Uh, he is uh, he is enormous. He's a four star tackle from Hillsboro, mm-hmm. Jacob Hood. He's uh, Georgia and Auburn. I think are the two schools that are leading. For, for him so um, no Miami I'm sorry not Auburn Miami uh, Miami are the two that are standing out and this kid is a freaking road grader he is huge he's got some work to do in pass pro but he is enormous mm. so mm. be interesting to see I, I didn't realize he was going to he's kind of a late bloomer I didn't realize he's going to get that much love but he like if you watch this film, he stands out, dude. He's he's massive, massive. I can't wait to see that. Like I he, have to find him. You have to find him. I'll I'll shoot you some stuff. But uh, sweet. 
But uh, yeah, so summer program starts pretty soon for both of us. I'm excited. You're excited. Uh, new beginnings, things like that. We got a brand new, fresh schedule. So, uh, you know, we, we got some fresh opponents that we got to get ready for. So I'm, I'm happy. I, I'm happy that we're going to, it seems like everything's back to normal. Uh, we're going to have a normal off season where we got three scrimmages lined up plus the jamboree and, uh, there's not going to be a, a million and a half protocols like there were last season. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's the same for, for you guys down in Monroe. Oh yeah. Same, same thing. You know, we're, we're still, um, fight, fighting the big C, um, a little bit here and there, but it's under control pretty much down here. So, um, we're everything down here is a go for, you know, everything normal. So I'm, I'm excited and ready to go ahead and finally get everything back to normal. Yes. Cool. Well, that's going to, that's going to do it for us, Israel, um, here on the believe in Georgia dogs podcast. Uh, I'm excited. We got a whole summer full of previews, uh, possibly a TV debut in the near future. And, uh, we're going to get this thing rolling. Uh, some big guests yeah, that right. we're, that we're still working on, uh, logistically. So stay tuned for that. Uh, hopefully it hopefully it comes out sooner rather than later that we can uh, that we can lock this guy down. But um, it's going to be a big one, and you're going to enjoy it. So uh, I, I'm excited, and you should be too. But you find us oh, on yeah. social media. Find us on social media. Rate us. Subscribe us. Tell Israel he's awesome. <laughs> um, you can tell me that too if you want. Um, but. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think if you check out our show, you'll be thoroughly impressed. The goal by the end of the summer is to be on the list of the on the short list of Georgia shows. Mm-hmm. You know, us and a couple others that have been established for quite some time. Um, may, maybe uh, maybe us and whatever uh, Boykin and Burnett's show is, and then uh, the Triple Threat and Punt and Pass. I think should be the four Georgia shows that you should check out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. But we are the Georgia dog. We are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast presented by betonline.ag. Want to wish you guys a happy weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the great weather. And as always, go dogs. Go dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.